This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. This is episode 65, and we have the pleasure today of being joined by Patrick Nusafaro, who is the owner of Velocity Custom Golf Carts in Wesley Chapel. Patrick, how are you doing today? Hey, great. Thanks for having me, Mike. Oh, thank you so much for being on. I, I have a, such a fascination for EVs and, and the whole process and how the technology has grown. So I love learning uh, more about that stuff as we go. Just to give you a little bit of insight as to what the Good Neighbor Podcast is, essentially back in 2020 when everybody was socially distant, a gentleman in Southwest Florida named Charlie McDermott said, hey, look, how can I get businesses, local businesses in front of homeowners and in front of residents and into the community? And the Good Neighbor Podcast was created. And over the last three years, we're now a national podcast and the whole premise is we're a national podcast for a local audience. And I'm fortunate enough to be the person here in Tampa that gets to talk to business owners like you and um, learn about what they have going on and how they operate. So tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah, so I'm the owner of Velocity Custom Golf Cars, and I'm an authorized dealer for Evolution Electric Vehicles and Bentelli e-bikes. And I offer customization of those products. So when you come into our location, you'll see a bunch of different models on display uh, of those vehicles and those e-bikes and they'll be displayed in different colors and then i'm also authorized dealer for all the major parts manufacturers uh for the electric vehicles like nival red hawk um you can get customized your different wheels seat covers body color we can install some sound systems um do a lot of upgrades to lithium batteries. So a lot of sales service uh, and repairs on electric vehicles and e-bikes. And it is a pretty competitive market. I mean, most of the gated communities around here um, allow for some sort of EV, but then there's also the ability to register them as street legal. Do you guys do that too? If I come in and say, hey, I live in a community that I'm allowed to have the cart, but it needs to be registered. You guys do all that soup to nuts. It's a one-stop shop. Absolutely. Yep. We're knowledgeable on exactly what parts need to be installed on your cart. Um, and we'll take it to get inspected, get it registered. And then at the end, we hand you the title. And then any specific reason, I mean, I'll kind of get into a little bit of your story, but any specific reason why choosing that particular, I mean, there is, I mean, I could think of, and not to mention any other businesses' names on this podcast, but there's probably four other EV companies right in that general area. I mean, is that just such a hotbed of homes that's there? Like, what's the main reason for being in Westage Apple? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. And I'm actually going to get to that in a little bit more and expand on that. But being in Westage Chapel, we are actually um, centered in Wesley Chapel, and we're the only golf cart electric vehicle company in Wesley Chapel. Some others are going to be a little bit distance away, uh, but we're family owned, and I'm here in Wesley Chapel because this is where the growth is. Uh, you have all of these neighborhoods, apartment communities that are popping up that are golf cart friendly. Um, so, you know, whether you want to take your dogs to the playground, your kids to the playground, uh, take your kids to, you know, school. A lot of, you know, families now are trying to avoid the long car line. Uh, so they yeah. take their family to school in the electric vehicle. And you might want to take it to the pool or the lagoon over the weekend. So you don't have right. to, you know, search for a uh, parking spot. 
Yeah, it's funny. I lived in Atlanta prior to living here in Tampa, and um, it was like the joke was at our community pool. It was like you couldn't get a parking spot because right. there was a whole section of golf carts. And, and the nice thing, I guess, from your perspective is everybody wants to trick them out. Like I own a Jeep, and everybody tricks out their Jeep, customizing it the way they want it. Golf carts have kind of become that new like miniature version of a Jeep. I mean, it's it's open air, it's outside, it's electric, and I'm sure you create uh, probably a bunch of Gator versions, a bunch of Seminole versions, a bunch of USF Bull versions. I mean, there's a whole bunch of that stuff that's out there. I'm I'm sure people are asking for Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. So so tell us a little bit about your story specifically. Are you originally from Wesley Chapel? How do you get into? I mean, were you a car guy growing up that got into this? How do you evolve into the electronic? Yeah, vehicle? absolutely. So yes, I was a car guy. Um, when I moved to the Wesley Chapel area about five years ago, naturally being in cars and, you know, that enthusiast, when we moved into this golf cart friendly neighborhood, um, you know, I wanted to have my own customized vehicle. So I got a golf cart for free. It was a rundown, looked like an old rusty vehicle, right? So um, I t- tore it down, rebuilt it with all customized parts custom painted body, wheels, seats. Um, and we were one of the first people in our neighborhood. So as the neighborhood slowly grew, uh, you know, folks noticed my golf cart and started asking me, hey, can you help me with mine? What do you think we can do to mine to make it faster? You know, stuff right. like that. So, um, and, and while I was doing that, um, you know, I had this, I, I, I knew the vision of the growth in Wesley Chapel with all these, you know, Epperson, Watergrass, Murata, all these other new communities being built down on 56. They're all golf cart friendly. So yeah. I knew there was an opportunity here considering there was no other electric vehicle company uh, locally. So I started out in my garage. So for the last three years, I've been working out of my garage um, and, you know, building carts for people. Um, you know, eventually I got to the point where, hey, I needed to start a business so I could be more profitable um, by getting, you know, opening up accounts with suppliers to get parts cheaper. Um, so I started there and kept working my way. I got a name for myself by truly customizing carts for individuals. So, for example, um, when we were mentioning before the cool things that we've done, I built a Jurassic Park golf cart. <laughs> I've done a custom Batman and a lots of sports themed golf carts like Buccaneers Yankees, all kinds of different things. Um, and, and that's that's a lot of fun, you know, building those and, you know, seeing the smiles on the family's faces when it's delivered, right? So in the beginning, though, no. was it basically like, I own my golf cart. Hey, I know Patrick does this. Let me bring it over to your garage and do it. Or are, you, are people saying, hey, you tricked yours out. How do I get one like yours? And you go through the process of buying one from, you know, wholesale and exactly. Yeah, right, the whole, uh, the whole you know, process. a lot of folks, a lot of folks don't feel like tearing down and getting their hands dirty, you know, themselves. So they kind of relied on me to source and do all that for them. And then what is like, um, I mean, everybody wants the radio and the rims and the tr- tricked out interior. But what is probably the the biggest thing that makes the the vehicle like, is it the lithium batteries? Like what, what makes it so much like, what's a differentiator with an EV that's kind of out there. So visually um, wheels and seat covers are going to make the biggest difference, right? LED underglow lights are fun at night. The kids love it. Uh, Of course the sound systems. 
And then, um, you know, inside the golf cart, a lithium battery is almost a must have now right. versus the older style lead acid batteries, just because it allows you to drive longer distances, um, you know, between these different communities that are interconnected now and it's maintenance free. So less maintenance and it lasts longer. Right. So, so let me ask you this. I mean, you, you kind of dive into this growing up. Did you have like a muscle car? I mean, were you always a car guy? Is that, is so, that what you did? I was a car guy. I was in a car club and we'd go to car shows and I had a 2000 Honda Accord that won a bunch of awards all souped up. Very you know, cool. Back in the day. Very cool. So now you, you don't work in the, the gas engines anymore. Is it kind of like a letdown? I mean, you went from rumbling no. loud to like a buzz, a hum. Yeah. yeah, you know, I still like to have my toys, but, um, you know, having the electric golf carts, they're better for the environment. They're quieter. Um, so, you know, people prefer that. And, uh, you know, I still have my toys. You know, it's funny is, and especially these communities that we're talking about, you know, like I, I lived in a, in a gated community for a while and I have a, a fairly loud uh, Road King Harley yep. and it was like pulling in and out of the neighborhood. It was kind of like gingerly, you know, keeping it as low of a rumble as possible and the electronic vehicles just kind of take all that away. No one's getting mad that a, with the exception of in my old neighborhood, you know, a lot of young kids really being on them that probably shouldn't be on them a little bit out of control, but w much, you know, w well received around the community because it's just easier to get around. Absolutely. What, um, so what do you like to do for fun when you're not souping up these electronic vehicles and, and working in your, in your shop? What do you, would you get out? Are you married? You have kids, dogs. Yep. What do you guys do? Yep. Married, have two boys. Um, and so we like to travel a lot. Uh, obviously having two boys, um, 12 and eight, we are deep into sports yeah. right now. Right. So we're going to flag football, basketball practices. Um, I like the NFL. So I'm an NFL fan, go Buccaneers. And okay. I'm an avid fantasy football enthusiast. So, so go Buccaneers. Let's take a sidetrack to there for a second. So do you, that division is terrible. I mean, their division this year coming up is pretty bad. Um, any one of the four teams could win that division. Do you feel like Baker Mayfield is the answer for you guys or what? Oh man, you're going to put me on the spot. I don't, I don't know if I can answer that. Really? So you don't want to say anything bad about your, your new quarterback even though I could tell just in your voice that you're kind of apprehensive and not well, quite sure. You know, I would just say he's, yeah, I don't think he was our, our first option um, that we would have preferred that we could have gotten. Yeah, you wanted Aaron Rodgers. Everybody wanted Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go from one Hall of Fame to the other, right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, that's kind of the way. I mean, I you know, there's um, – I think I, I, Baker has the swag to be a good starting NFL quarterback. He just – hasn't really been able to consistently back it up enough. Hopefully the Bucks defense can keep them in some of these games and kind of get through it. But, you know, that, that division really, I mean, the Falcons are starting a second-year quarterback who, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Bryce Young is, you know, he's been good at Alabama, but there's not really a whole lot of great uh, – Ken Stabler and Joe Namath are the last two really good Alabama quarterbacks. It's going back 100 years. And then – uh you know, the Saints. I mean, I think the Saints might be the toughest competition in that division just because at least Derek Carr is sort of a proven entity and their defense isn't too bad. So it should be an interesting season. Training camp is is underway. 
Uh, watching a really a really sad story today about Shaq Barrett, you know, coming back to training camp after his daughter passing away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I root for the Bucks locally as long as they're not playing as long as they're not playing the four time Super Bowl champion New York Giants, which happens to be my my team. If you if you couldn't, yeah, I mean, you can't see yeah. the video because obviously we're just on audio. But I have all sorts of Giants junk all around my spot. So um, so let me ask you this, you know. Part of this whole process with the podcast is to get people in the community to, you know, that don't already know you to learn a little bit more about you. So tell us a a time in, you know, in your life that you had like a hardship or a life challenge that you were able to rise above it and kind of get you to where you are today. Yeah. So I'm going to, since we're talking about the business, I'm going to segue that into a challenge with the business. Right. And I think a lot of small business owners will kind of, will feel this pain. So you know, operating a business out of my garage, it's a home business. How do you grow that, um, you know, from your home office to a actual commercial building, a showroom, a shop, right? So delving into all the unknown was very frustrating, very time consuming, a lot of research, because you got to think about uh, the unknown that you didn't know that you had originally when you were working out of your home, like a software system, accounting system. I had to hire an accountant, which I have now, to help with taxes. You have to manage inventory, employees, creating a website. building. Yeah. Yeah. A Finding podcast. a building in, in Wesley exactly. Chapel is, is a tough one. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a lot of unknown and it can be very frightening. And it was. Uh, we actually purchased a building, a commercial building on Highway 54 here three years ago to be the actual business location. And I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. I didn't know which permits get uh, you know, applied and approved for first. So th- three years ago, we're still waiting on construction permits to be approved. Uh, good news is it should, should be happening this year. Uh, so in the meantime, we also decided to lease the property, which is where the business is currently located. Right. Um, so now that all of this is kind of behind me and I have the showroom open, the business is open, uh, you know, it's a big load off my back, I feel like. And now I can concentrate on doing what I do best, which is in uh, selling the golf cars. And then from a operational standpoint, I mean, is this a family business? I mean, you got the boys in there, you know, sl- you know, slinging car sales and, or, you know, is your, is your wife in the shop? I mean, is this a family business or yep. you, you, so everybody's in there working and doing their thing? Um, well, yeah. Got- uh, when, when I can get the boys attention, you know, when I can pull them away from their devices, but right. yeah, family owned business. My wife is here helping me. She does my marketing and, um, you know, I'm the main, you know, uh, sales or uh, repair person at the moment, minus two other employees. And uh, the kids help out when they can. They're really good at cleaning wheels. Hey, listen, everybody's got to have a job. You know, someone's got to do yeah. that, too. So is there how many I, I mean, how many on average? I don't know if you have the numbers, you know, not to put you on the spot with numbers, but how many carts are you turning a month? Um, Anywhere it. it I had a down period earlier this year when we were trying to open up the location, right? right. Now that we're open, uh, we've been open since uh, June 1st. So we've been open for about two months now, and we're averaging about eight to 10 carts right now a month. Okay. And right. I and see then, that's significantly growing throughout and the is end there, of the year. In the current leased space, do you have the ability to add more bodies, to add more carts? Do you, you have the ability to do that, or are you kind of tight in there? 
It is tight, but I'm fortunate enough to actually across the street, I own a rental property that has a four car garage that I built. Okay. So that's an additional storage location that I'm able to use. And then what made you think, like you said, you bought a, you bought a property three years ago, uh, to 2020, the market was kind of, I don't want to say depressed, but like everybody was going through COVID or just coming out of COVID. What made you think, did you, were you picturing this three years ago and you were like, I, I'm going to need this down the road and just picked up a piece of property, picked up a property? Yep, absolutely. And we bought it right at the height of COVID. Right. It was a good time to buy, but a bad time to buy because I couldn't find anybody to finance me. So yeah. we had to do seller financing, uh, you know, and our plan is to, as soon as the construction permits are approved, refinance it and uh, do construction costs inside of that. So, And then how far away from your existing location is the the, the kind of the permanent home yep. of Velocity? Again, that's the best thing about it is it's an adjacent property. Oh, oh so that's so, perfect. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you, one of the things I run into with all the business owners I talk to, I hear all the time is finding space, finding space. I can't find space. It's just no space in Wesley Chapel. There's nothing here. Businesses that want to get here, I mean, the business to be in is finding a piece of property that you can get relatively cheap yeah. and putting some sort of commercial, you know, office space, light commercial, light industrial, whatever on there and just building a massive facility. I mean, there's one out. I work a lot out in Odessa out off of 56, uh, well, 54 out that way. Um, and they just built like this massive warehouse. And on the other side of the road, there's a All huge right. Amazon. You know, I mean, there's there's just a ton of stuff going on out there. That's also a huge growth area um, in Pasco County. That's just it's kind of intense. Yeah. Um, you know, as we talk about the business, Velocity Custom Golf Carts, what is the one thing people listening to this, you want them to go, hey, listen, this is why, you know, we need to come here as opposed to somebody else? Sure. You know, I'm always, uh, I'm a community person. So I love to get back to the community. My business was built on the sales from my neighbors, right? So I would offer them discounts to come, you know, purchase through me, um, discounts on repairs, et cetera, stuff like that. And I still do that. But one thing that I've partnered with um, that I'm really proud of is I partnered with a local nonprofit called Empowered Minds. And for every brand new golf cart that I sell, I donate $100 per golf cart to this organization. And what they do is they're a youth organization and they focus on education, recreation and mental health of the youth. And the cool thing about it is they do this on the water. So they take these kids fishing they get them relaxed. They can open up and talk to them about life, right? So that gives them a chance to mentor, coach, and help direct them. Um, and then they also teach them and promote entrepreneurship, financial literacy, and focus on each child learning a trade. So so is it like um, similar to like uh, like – I guess when I was a kid, like the Boy Scouts, like, but it's not an organization like that. Is there a certain qualification for a kid to have access to Empowered Minds? I don't believe so. But yes, okay. it is a very similar organization. Um, I do want to say there is probably, uh, you know, age requirements and, you know, other requirements that uh, you have to be a part of, but. All right. So I guess the big question is, what is the best way for if I want if I decide, you know what, my neighborhood, I live in a gated community. I need to get myself a golf cart and I want all the bells and whistles. How do we get a hold of you? Is it phone? Is it email? Is it website? Is it social media? What's the best way to do that? 
Yeah, so we have multiple ways. So you can obviously always stop in at our location, which actually ironically is the old Wesley Chapel Post Office. Uh, so we're in Wesley Chapel at 5804 Boyette Road. You can also call us at 813-501-2103. Browse our website at www.velocitycustomgolfcars.com. And we're also on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Awesome. We'll include all those links on the post when we when we send this out and put it up online. Um, <clears throat> guys, if you're listening to this and you live in the Wesley Chapel area, but even if you don't live in the Wesley Chapel area um, and you are looking for you know a new custom golf cart, you need to contact Patrick. You need to contact Velocity Custom Golf Carts. The number 813, you said 561 or 501? 501. 501-2103. My handwriting stinks, so that's part of my problem. Um, so definitely reach out. Co- contact Patrick. Contact, contact his team. Maybe you'll get his one of his sons to polish your wheels when you're, you're getting your pre-delivery inspection done. Patrick, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.